Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. So we're going to be talking about, okay, like Alex said, get out your Bible, get out your notebooks, because this is interactive, right? You need to write something down. If you came to receive, when you go to school, if you slept in class, you know what? You learned nada. So don't fall asleep. I know you ain't sleeping, all right? You're excited. You're pumped. But write some things down so that you, because it's so easy to forget. It's so easy for it to get. You get hyped with the service, but then you forget the word that was impacting you. So write it down so you can go over it. Anyways, what am I talking about? We have YouTube. Get it on YouTube, guys. Anyways, get your notebooks. Let's go. So we're talking about renewing our mind, renewing your mind. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have to renew our mind to discover what's good. You know what? We got to renew our mind to discover what's good, what's God's plan, what's his purpose for my life, what's his way of doing things. We got to transform the way we think, right? God's called us. God's called us to be completely transformed into new creation, into new beings. But you know what? The world will love to keep us conformed to the cookie cutter version of what it says you can do. The limitations that the world has put on you, the limitations that wherever you were born, whatever education you have, whatever you know income you come from, whatever side of the tracks you were on, whatever, 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 those, that's keeping you in a box, that's keeping you limited. God's saying, let's take the limits off. This is our breakout year. We're going to break through. We're going to have breakout in every area in the way we think. We're going to start seeing ourselves as God sees us. Y'all ready to be transformed? Y'all ready to renew your mind? Let's go. Yes. We're gonna, God desires for us to be completely transformed. But you know what? Tonight we're going to be talking about meditate. Hmm, no, not that. We're going to be talking about meditation and meditating on God's word. You know what? Meditate means to think deeply and focus one's mind. This is so funny because sometimes we think it's so hard to meditate day and night. I'm not sure I could do it. But let me tell you, y'all, we be meditating. We meditate day and night. Who knows on what? Seriously. You know what? You can watch a TV show. Some of y'all be watching a little too much right now, but anyways, that's for another time. TV shows, Netflix, some documentary, right? You just watched it. You get so caught up in it. You turn the TV off. You turn your iPad off, your laptop off, whatever. And hours can go by. Days can go by. Weeks can go by. And you're still meditating on what you saw, on what you heard. You're still meditating on that documentary. You're still meditating on whatever it is. And then you start quoting it and all of a sudden you start quoting friends and whatever it is you start like you're that's meditating that's meditating you start meditating on okay so I had to phone a friend y'all know who I phoned if I phoned you today this is you I phoned a friend and I was like okay what's 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 the uh, Netflix trend or whatever so this is what some of us be meditating on 
did Carol feed her husband to the tigers? You're all concerned. You wrapped up in it. You're team Carol, team Tiger King. You know, everybody's this, that. Why? You're meditating on what you saw, on what you heard, on what you read. You're meditating on, should Chloe forgive Tristan for truth's sake? For the sake of the family, should she forgive him? You are invested. You are soul tied. You are wrapped up in fake in a fake TV show with reality and there's nothing reality about it. I mean, I'm not clowning on anybody, but I'm just saying, what are you meditating on? We complicate it. We say it's so hard to meditate. I'm not sure that I could do that, but you are meditating. You're meditating on something. It's time to take inventory to what we're meditating on because what is meditating on that gonna profit you? What is meditating on if Carol did it going to profit you? How is meditating on that? But imagine if we put that same enthusiasm, that same excitement, that same soul tie to the word of God, and we meditate on God's word, and it starts profiting us, it starts producing fruit in our life, we start transforming into everything that God's called us to do, called us to be, start making an impact in this world. Can you imagine if we meditated on that? Or if you be watching tickety talk talk talk, I'm just saying we need to put the tick talk and everybody get a tic-tac and let's say hello to people. Hey, you've been watching hours of tickety-tock-tock and what is it? You wish you had a best friend boyfriend so you can make that trend video of how you played the play and find out it's fake. They only made the video for the like, for the view. You, it's so crazy that these things are set up. When they, they come to find out they already knew each other, they were already dating, whatever. Whatever. What are we meditating on? What are we absorbing? It is so important that we take inventory of what we're watching, of what we're listening to. I mean, like on the radio, there's a song. And it's like, and I hope she cheats like you did on me, something like that. I don't even remember. And I'm like, I heard myself repeating that song and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> no, I don't hope she cheats. And no, he didn't cheat on me. Like, it was just like, it's so crazy that what's coming in, you start meditating, you start repeating, and it has nothing to do with your life. But it's crazy that those seeds start producing in our life. It's time that we, we wrap it up. It's time that we gird up our loins, right? It's time that we focus on God's word and we start taking inventory of what we're actually thinking. We're taking inventory of what we're watching. We're taking inventory of what we're letting in our heart, what we're letting in our ears. Because just like that, you're repeating, you're singing, you know, like you got that attitude and I'm like, what in the world? What, what was that song? That was crazy. But it's so, it, it's, it's just like that, that we're meditating, we're meditating. But what are we meditating on? We need to take inventory. We need to take inventory of what we're meditating on, what we're allowing in, because the enemy would love to get in your head. 
If the enemy would love to get in your head with doubt, with fear, with unbelief, with insecurity, he would love to get in your head just like that. And he's looking for an indoor. What's the indoor? Shut the phone off. You know, turn the radio off. Let's like turn on the YouTube channel. Let's hear and hear and hear and hear God's word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing God's word. So, Oh, that's so funny. Sometimes we're like, during this corona, whatever, corona, rona, whatever you were calling this thing right now, with all this quarantine, what are you meditating on? That you're bored, that you're in the house, and that you're bored in the house bored. It's so funny, like, it's like whatever your focus is, that's where your meditation's gonna be. If your focus is on like, oh, I'm so bored, I don't know what to do, or, you could flip it just like that and you can be focused on, you know what, I'm gonna grow up in this season. You know what, there's a book I need to read, there's things I need to accomplish. I'm about to become a world changer in this season. Let a God idea be planted in my heart and I'm gonna run with it, right? You, you, it's your choice, it's up to you. This quarantine has been a great opportunity for growth. And many of us, many of us here at Love Life, many of us are saying, you know what, it's time to grow. It's time to flourish. It's time to have maximum development in all areas of my life. What is it that I need to take care of? You know what, what is it that I need to organize? What is it that I need to clean out? What is it that I need to work on? You know what's so crazy is because I'm single, singles be hitting me up all the time and they're always watching this relationship series, this relationship video, this relationship relationship book, this relationship, 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 and they're so focused on the relationship that it's so crazy that if you only took time to focus on you, focus on the things that you need to grow in, because that relationship is not going to change you. Not one person is going to complete you. Not one person is going to fulfill you, but the word of God will. When you're complete in him, he's your sufficiency for all that you need. When you focus on your finances, girl, get it together. When you're focusing on cleaning your room, cleaning out your closet, girl, get it together. Somebody asked me, like, how do I know if I'm gonna pick the right man? I'm like, girl, it's called being the right woman. It's about being the right woman. It's about being at the right place at the right time for that opportunity. It's not all about that person because you can't make that person, you can't change that person, but you can change you. You can change you, you can focus on you. So I'm just saying, instead of just focusing on relationship, 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 let's focus in on what is God calling you to do right now in this season, in this season of singleness, in this season of quarantine, in this season of isolation, right? What is it that God's inspiring you to do, to grow, to show others what it looks like, to show others what it looks like to be single and have fun and live your life, to show others what it looks like to be married and have fun and enjoy your life, to, be, to show others what it looks like to be a single mom, having fun and enjoying life. So we need to live our best life. God's giving us everything through the blood of Jesus to have a new abundant life. It's our responsibility to discover that plan. 
He already played his part. It's our turn to start playing ours. We're having, you know what? So many of us are focusing on family during this time. You know, more than ever, you know how important family is, how important your loved ones are, how important your faith is. You know, when your cup is bumped and there's fear going out left and right, you're like, what's inside of me? Is it fear or is it faith? Do I believe God's word or do I believe the news? And the news is all over the place. Wear the mask, don't wear the mask, wear the gloves, spray your neighbor. I mean, we're just spraying Lysol all over ourselves. You don't even know what to do because it's, it's this and it's that and it's this and it's that. But do you trust God's word? Do you trust God's word that you are healed by the stripes of Jesus? And yes, we need to use wisdom. Yes, we need to have discernment. That's where we're leaning on the Holy Spirit. But you know what? We've been rising up. I am so proud of you, Love Life. I'm so proud of LLYA. We've been rising up, right? We're rising up to be the change. Rising up, taking responsibility for what God has for us in this season. You can always look at every opportunity, every season, and every day of your life, either one way or the other. Y'all ready for this? Either in the negative or the positive. You can look at it, oh, my glass is half empty. Or you know what? My glass is half full. It's up to you. Your attitude is completely your responsibility because nobody, nobody, nobody can make you feel what is it? No one, no one getting the way. I don't remember. Abby, help me out. So no one can make you feel anything. That's a choice you have to make inside your own attitude. Like even today, I had all kinds of opportunities to be yelling at my sister, like things were not coming together right. And I, and I did, I yelled at her. I yelled at my sister. I did apologize. I did apologize a little bit later. I apologize because sometimes things get to us in the moment and I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry that I went about it that way and let's mend what we have going on because it's important, right? But it, sometimes it gets the best of us and she didn't make me feel a way. I let what happened get in the way, right? And I, but you know what? The relationship is greater than that moment. Restoration is greater. I ain't got too much pride to say, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have been hooping and hollering. And I've been doing way better about hooping and hollering. Like, just saying, can I get a witness? Can I get an amen? In my household, like, you know, I'm loud. I'm just a loud person. Like, everybody knows I'm loud. But I can get real loud. <laughs> like, I literally just got flipped off two days ago, and I did not respond. Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't be like, what up? Nothing, nothing. I just was like, calm down. It's not time for gangsta, like, Sasha. No. So I'm growing, okay? I'm growing. We're all growing. So we need to look at the glass half full, right? We all working on this. Let's be the Joshua and Caleb of our generation. Let's be the Joshua and Caleb that the world needs to see right now. Let's be the Joshua and Caleb that gets to get into their promised land, that gets to see their promised land. And if you don't know who Joshua and Caleb is, let's jump into the Bible and find out. In Numbers 13, this God tells Moses to send out one leader from each of the 12 tribes to explore the promised land that I am giving you. So we're talking about the Old Covenant. We're diving into the Old Testament. We're looking into an example, right? So 
just for inspiration. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He sent out 12 men. Moses gave them instruction as he sent them out to explore the land. See what the land looks like. Find out whether the people are living it are strong or weak. So he's telling them, you know, I have a list for you to do. I need you to go spy out this new land. I need you to go check it out. Go explore it. Are they strong? Are they weak? Right? Are there many of them? Are there few of them? See what kind of land they live in. Is it good? Is it bad? Do their towns have walls? Are they unprotected? Like open camps is like, tell me they got a brick wall? Come on, they got a brick wall? They got no wall. They got a little fence? Are they built on the rock? They want to know. So unprotected like camps. Is their soil, is their soil fertile or poor? Is there many trees? Do your best to bring back samples of the crops you see. It happens to be the season of harvesting the first grapes. This is going to be fun later. Okay, so they went out to explore the land. So here they go. They're going on their adventure. There's 12 of them. They're like, let's do this. We're going to see, is it, is it great land? Is it, is it good for cropping? They cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes so large that it took two men. Guys, they had grapes. I want a grape right now. <laughs> they had grapes so large that it took two men, right? They put it on a pole to carry between them. They, they also brought back some samples of pomegranates. I love pomegranates. Figs. I love figs. Let's go. After exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned. They reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruit. They're like, look at this fruit. Like, look at these grapes. Let me tell you. This is great. There, this was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore. And indeed, it was bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is, here's the kind of fruit it produces. They're like, check it out. But the people living there... Okay, is the glass half full or half empty? Are you gonna look at the negative or are you gonna look at the positive? Ready, here you go. Are we gonna be the Joshua and Caleb or are we gonna be the others? Let's go. But the people living in there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak, the Amalekites, Hittites, Jebusites, Gigabites, and Termites. That was a joke. <laughs> but Caleb, y'all ready for this? But Caleb, I love Caleb. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. He said, he's like, let's go at once. Let's take the land. He says, we can certainly conquer it. Like, I want to be the Caleb. Let's go. It's all about how you view it. It's all about how you see it. It's all about how you, who you trust in. You know, if God said it, let's go. Let's take it. This is a funny little story about um, just how you view something. So when I was 19, it was my first time going to Hawaii. I was so excited. Honestly, I had never even been in the ocean. I had never even been to like California, nothing. Hawaii was the first ocean I've ever seen. We're going scuba diving. We take a little class. We're going scuba diving. We're like, yeah, let's jump in. I think it's like, I don't even remember the signs. This was, I mean, 19 was just last week. It was years ago. So 
uh, where we go far out into the ocean, we dive in, we're going down, and there's a shark, a real shark. Let me remind you, I was 19, first time in the ocean, your girl ain't got no kind of idea. I was so excited to see the shark, I start swimming down towards it. The instructor, there's like all, there's like many of us and you kind of have like this huge like thing you're supposed to stick close to and your girl just was like, woo, let's go. I'm over here guppy bait, about to be eaten by the shark. But I was so excited to see the shark. Then the guy, the instructor pulls me and he takes me up and out of the water and he's like, did you see the shark? And I'm like, did you see the shark? I was so like, why are we up here, bro? How come we're not down there? And he's like, this girl, like, she's dumb. I was just so excited to see a shark with my own eyes. Now, now at this age and stage, I'll be like, ah! <laughs> I'll be like, anyways, it was just so funny to just have no fear, just complete joy, complete excitement. It's all about how you see things. Did you see the shark? Like, he's like, and I'm like, did you see the shark? <laughs> Anyways, back to Caleb. Let's jump right back into the story. This ain't about the shark. Baby shark. You know it was coming if I said shark. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. We can't do it. There's no way. It's impossible. They are too strong. They are too fortified, right? We can't go up. So they spread this bad report about the, lo- about the land among, among the Israelites. So who are they telling? They're talking to everybody. The negative report. We can't do it. You can't do it. There's no way. It's impossible. The land we travel through and explore will devour anyone who tries to live there. All the people we saw, they were huge. They, we, were, we, were, we even saw giants there. And the descendants of Anai and the whatever, all the Ittites, it says, next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's what they thought too. Isn't that crazy? What narrative are you going to believe? The negative or the positive? They were thinking so negatively that they started to put words in the mouth of their their enemy. They were saying their enemy thinks we're grasshoppers. The enemy, they started to put words. Their imagination was going wild that they were speaking a narrative that they didn't even hear. They were making it up. Their enemies, that. The Amalekites, Hittites, Jebusites, Gigabites, and Termites were already defeated. The moment that God says, go in. The moment that God said to take. And their enemy was so afraid of them. They were afraid of the Israelites. Why? Because they knew God is with them. They knew God's with those people. You know what? We don't want to mess with those people. They were shaking in their boots. They were so afraid. But they started to make up their own narrative. They started to make up their own narrative. You know what? Your enemies are already defeated. Your enemies are already defeated. Look at your neighbor. If you got a neighbor, look in the mirror. Get out your selfie cam. Say, your enemies are already defeated. The devil is so afraid of you. 
Why? Because he knows that God is with you. He knows that God has already defeated him, but he's just testing to see if you know that God is with you. He's just testing to see if you've renewed your mind to your new, recre- new creation realities. He's just testing to see, and he's like, if you don't know, ha, 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 you little grasshopper. That's what he's calling you. And, and you're over here making up a narrative for the enemy, and, and the enemy is already defeated. He's already afraid of you because he knows God is with you. This is why it's so important that we renew our mind. This is why it's so important that we we meditate on God's word day and night. What is meditation? To think deeply and focus your mind, focus your thoughts. What are we focusing on? God's will, on God's plan, on God's grace, on God's love, on God's word, on the blood of Jesus, that we are new creations, that it is finished, that it is well with our souls. What are we focusing on? What are we meditating on? We need to think on God's word and imagine ourselves living life beyond our own limitations. Let's think on God's word and start imagining ourselves with a, with a positive nar- narrative, with a po- that we did get the job, that we will do well on that interview, that, that we will have more than enough, that we trust God that when we get to the grocery store that the items that we need will be there, that our marriages will be restored, that our children will serve God, that whatever it is that you're believing for, that your company will not fail, but it will flourish, it will thrive, that whatever it is that you're believing for whatever set your mind on the things above and let's start living heaven on earth let's start birthing the things of heaven here on earth start walking in it believe God's word and start seeing yourself as God sees you as a child of God whom he is well pleased with that world changer that he sees in you and it's so important that you Speak God's word and say what God says about you. What you say matters. Those are seeds going forth that are planting. If you don't like what you're flourishing, what you're harvesting in your life, it's time to change the narrative. It's time to change your words and start speaking life. We think, believe, speak, repeat. Think, believe, speak, repeat. Think, believe, speak, repeat, 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 because you're repeating. You're repeating that song. You know what? Some of you guys have watched Friends a million times. You've watched Grey's Anatomy. You already know what's going to come. You already know the next word. You're already laughing at a joke and it hasn't even happened. You already watched Office and Office and Office and Office a million, a hundred, a bazillion times. And you, I mean, you're like laughing before it happens. You can dream about it. Like you, you know, all of a sudden you're in there. What are you meditating on? Let's have God's word on repeat, repeat, repeat. And let's start believing it, receiving it, walking in it, and experiencing our breakout year. Start experiencing breakthrough in those things that were impossible that we were bound by, right? Believe, speak, I am a child of God. I can do what God says I can do. I can have what God says I can have. I am strong and very courageous, right? 
We're returning stronger. We coming back stronger. We are very courageous. We are walking in this, not in fear with this pandemic, with what's going on, but we're gonna come back stronger. We're gonna come back excited. We're gonna come back, you know, we're on fire. It's like, that. It's like. anyways, never mind, I'm not gonna say it. You know what I'm gonna say? I'm not gonna say it. We're just coming back stronger, okay? We have a good church. We have a great family home. And you know what? Being away has really made us appreciate it. It's really made us to realize, man, we got a good thing. We have such a great family here at Love Life, and we miss each other. We've done a couple few parades, some birthday parades, some um, baby shower parades, and we, we're crying just to see each other. Like, I just, we just miss each other. There's so much love here at Love Life, right? So we coming back stronger. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We're meditating on God's word day and night. We're successful in everything that we do. How? How? Joshua 1, 7. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. And I think of it like this. Be careful to obey the instruction that pastor's given you. That word that's going forth. Are you obeying it? Are you writing it down? Are you, are you obeying it carefully, that instruction that's going forth? Do not deviate from it. Don't turn to the right, to the left. Then you will be successful in everything that you do. Why? Because you're receiving the word, you're applying the word, you're acting on the word. Because even when you have hard times, when you have the word in you, you're always gonna have a great comeback. This ain't a setback, this is a setup. This is a setup. Study this book, study the book, of instruction continually. What are we studying? We're studying God's word. We're studying the new covenant, the new testament, everything that Jesus came to set us free from. Meditate on it day and night. When we think about meditating on the word day and night, for some reason it seems so overwhelming. But when I talk to you about meditating on reality TV, on Carol, if she did it, or you know, it's so easy. Like you can meditate on those things all the time. I was, it's it just, it's just so easy to be meditating on that. It's crazy because sometimes somebody tells me a story and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then they say they saw it on TV. And I'm like, I'm over here like invested, like that's your cousin, that's your mom. And it's like somebody's surgery on Gary's anatomy. I'm like, whatever. But we could be so invested, why? Because we're meditating. We're meditating on what happened to that character that your soul tied to. I mean, let's say, let's, let's have that same excitement for God's word. Dude, there's stories in here, there's drama, there's craziness in the Bible, like just read it. You need drama, it's in here. You need a novella, it's in here. You need it, it's in here. Sometimes, sometimes it's wild, you're like, well, that's in the Bible? Yeah, just put it on, uh, uh, have it read to you at night. There's your story time. Meditate on it day and night so that you'll be sure to obey everything written in. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. This is my commandment. Be strong. Y'all ready? Be courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And Joshua and Caleb, they were living in the old covenant times. And we have a new covenant, a better covenant in Jesus Christ, in the blood of Jesus. 1 Corinthians 2, 16, it says, we have the minds of Christ. 
We have the mind of Christ. So our renewed mind is us walking in the mind of Christ. Our unrenewed mind is us walking in the flesh with the desires of the flesh, with the distractions of the flesh, right? So our renewed mind is us walking in the mind of Christ. Is that crazy that God has given us that opportunity to have the mind of Christ? 1 Peter 1.13. So prepare your mind for action. Be completely sober. That's for somebody. Be completely sober. That Rona Rona begin to you. Be completely sober in spirit, steadfast, self-disciplined, spiritually and morally alert. Fix your hope completely on the grace of God that is coming to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. Y'all, we are not alone. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. The Holy Spirit is our comforter, is our counselor, is our helper, our advocate, our strengthener, our standby, my go-to, my teacher, and my best friend. Seriously, it's so easy to call on the Holy Spirit, to go to the Holy Spirit like, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. Holy Spirit, have your way. We have divine purpose. You know what? And we need divine power to know that, to find it, to fulfill it, to understand it. First Corinthians says, do you not know and understand that you, the church, are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells permanently in you, collectively and individually? We have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. The Holy Spirit is always reminding us of what Jesus did. The Holy Spirit is reminding us of God's love. So, and when we miss it, when we miss the mark, when we sin, when we get off track, there's the Holy Spirit guiding us back, counseling us back, reminding us of the word, reminding us of the love. So the Holy Spirit is our comforter, counselor, advocate, strengthener, standby, my go-to, my best friend. You know what? This is not a magical kingdom. This ain't Disneyland, right? The Holy Spirit's not a genie in a bottle, baby. No. The Holy Spirit's not going to do your homework for you. The Holy Spirit's not going to write your paper. The Holy Spirit's not going to, you know, clean the house for you and clean out your closet. You have a part to play. In John 14, it says, these, John 14, 25, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things that I have said to you. There's the Holy Spirit reminding you of what Jesus said. Peace I leave you. God's already done his part. What did he leave us? Peace. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. God's part is already done. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Our part is to not let our heart be troubled, right? We can't let our heart be troubled. We can't let the things of this world get to us. The times of this, of whatever's, whatever's going on in your life, your situation that's personally happening to you, you can't let it get the best of you. So I want you to check out this quarantine home, quarantine home video of my friend Alex talking about how renewing her mind changed her life. Y'all ready for this? Hey guys, what's up? My name is Alex and I'm so pumped up because Sasha has been on 
fire with this series on renewing your mind and I have such a cool little testimony about renewing my mind that I want to share with you guys so a couple of years ago um, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety panic attacks um, depression shortness of breath not the Rona um, to the point where I would fall on the ground and I just could not get up I felt like my body was just stuck there and I went to the doctor and the doctor decided to put me on antidepressants and I was very broke at the time I had like 12 11 dollars in my bank account and I went to the pharmacy the prescription was ten dollars so I decided to buy it um, later that day I went to Nordstrom Rack and Toys R Us with Sasha um, and I opened up to her about the situation and the route that the doctor wanted me to take and she never pressured me she just let me know that there was another route that I could take and I had to pick between the prescription or um, learning how to renew my mind and I chose to throw my last ten dollars away in the trash so I threw the prescription away and I chose to go with learning how to renew my mind and it started off small it started off lemon horse dog uh, learning how to channel my thoughts and then it went into inserting the word and I have to say it has been life-changing for me and it's not that the depression anxiety and the panic attacks went away like that no I learned how to deal with it I learned how to manage my body in a different way and this series you guys with a grain of salt take it and run because it is so good and it's going to be so beneficial for your life and I'm so excited for you guys to get everything that Sasha's pouring out into you. Woo! Yes! I remember that day so clearly. I remember that day so clearly. We were just having fun. I mean, I needed to go to the store and I'm like, let me call the girls and see if they want to go with me. And I had no idea that it was a setup. Like God had a setup for her. God had a plan. And even I knew what she was going through, but I didn't know that that was the day. That was the day she threw her prescription away. That was the day that she like broke up with those things. I didn't know until later, until more recently. But I remember that day and I was just so thankful that I could be used by God to help her in that moment. To help her in that moment to let her know that there was an option. There was a choice for her to make and she could choose for herself no pressure but God had a plan and God has a plan for you are you tired of living your life on repeat the same stories the same situations it's going on again and again right are you tired are you done like it's over it's time to break up then let's break up with the past because and let's renew our mind to what God has for us there is hope and his name is Jesus his name is Jesus. In Matthew eleven twenty eight. this is the message. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Jesus says, come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. My life was completely changed when I started to walk hand in hand with Jesus. 
when I started to walk hand in hand with the Holy Spirit, and when I finally learned that God loved me unconditionally, he's like, Jesus is saying, come, come to me, walk with me, see how I did it. In the midst of the storm, Jesus was laying his head on a pillow, resting that he was getting to the other side. I want that kind of rest, and I have honestly experienced that kind of rest only in Jesus, only in the renewing of my mind. And it's up to you. God's already done his part. It's your turn, it's our turn. You are a world changer. You were born for this, right? You were born for this season. Let's be the Caleb and Joshua of our generation. Let's make history together and set the world on fire for Jesus. If tonight you would like to join the family of God, if tonight is your night of salvation, we would love to pray with you. It's simple. Salvation is a free gift. Salvation is a free gift. All you have to do is believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Believe Jesus and confess with your mouth. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you're made right with God and openly declaring your faith that you are saved. You know what? Let's pray together right now. Let's pray for everybody who's out there and you want to receive Jesus. Everybody who's out there that you want that opportunity to renew your mind. You want that new life that we're talking about. Let's call on the name of Jesus together. Let's go. Everybody repeat with me. Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe that you're the son of God. I believe you came to the earth, died on the cross for my sin, and on the third day, you rose from the dead. Thank you for forgiving me, setting me free. I receive you, Jesus, in my life today. And I thank you for answering my prayer. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God. And you too can change the whole direction of your life. You can make history instead of repeat history. And we believe that. We would love to connect with you. Please check the little box that I received Jesus. Also, we would love to get some resources to you. Pastor Dan wrote an amazing book, What's the Next Step? We would love to get that to you. Could please just connect with us. Let us know that you received Jesus. Jesus, let us know that you would like that book. We will send it to you for free. We love you so very much. And I thank you guys for joining. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.